The year is 2009, and pop culture is going buck wild over the newest sensation. What is her name? Nadia Suleiman. Everyone's going buck wild because she just had eight little little babies. And they've announced that her name is now the Octomom. And this <laughs> is the Every FNFF podcast. <laughs> no idea where you're going with that. <laughs> I also I want to say to the that ride. in the lead up for this, in the, that that primo fucking gag that I just did and stumbled over completely. I had to look up how to pronounce her name because I wanted to try and pronounce it correctly. And I found uh, this uh, pronunciation. It's, it's pronounced Octomam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, pronunciation is very important on this podcast. But I found this uh, website that has it. It's very weird. It's called Forvo.com. And it's like you search by words, but it has her name. And I hit play and the, the soundbite fucking cracks me up because it's just some... some per- no one is voted on this i guess it's like <laughs> i could have pronounced it wrong because of this source but you hit play and it just says like nadia uh suleiman and then like whoever recorded it just didn't cut out the end of it where they like bang into their mic so it's just an awful noise <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a fucking like big exhale into it i'll send it to you guys so you can you can hear it just All nadia right. suleiman boom <laughs> yeah Anyway, uh, I'm uh, Carl. This is a Final Fantasy podcast, not a pop culture from when I was 19 years old podcast. Anyone remember the Octomom? Hello, no, fellow this, kids. <laughs> I'm Curtis, and this is actually a pod, uh, a pop culture podcast from when I was eight. What did we say? 95. Wait, what did we say it came out? Oh, my God. I do not 91. remember. 91. Which, I was which four. Version? Which version of it? Uh, that's oh, yeah, true. good it point. Is, it is kind of a pop culture. You could just name any uh, age, and probably a version of FF4 came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can throw a rock through time and Who's that talking? Oh, this is Alex. Hello, all right. Alex. <laughs> that's all of us. Uh, if we have any new listeners, I would like to know why. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't think we ever really even did like an intro kind of thing to be like, hey, we're a Final Fantasy book podcast. We kind of just assume people know that book podcast but it's a book club style book club style but see that's why alex uh is producer because (laughs) he knows how to make words good alex i want to make i want to make an announcement that we uh of something that (laughs) that you did and we never announced it officially but uh if you're a twitch streamer get better twitch tv and then download (laughs) sin jam (laughs) made by alex it's incredible and welcome and every night Every now and again, I check its page on BTTV and I see like how many people have downloaded it and are using it. And I'll be like, oh, I don't know that person. I need to go to their stream <laughs> and just type Sin Jam. <laughs> yeah, just only Sin Jam. Yep. <laughs> it's like that time Mutsky said he went uh, into someone's stream, I think, and uh, just posted like GLHF. And yeah. like, the person who like read that was just like, did you just tell me good luck, have fun? And it was like kind of like there was some animosity. So Mutsky was like, okay, I'm just not going to chat in here ever again. Then. <laughs> it's incredible. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you try and have fun? <laughs> that, is the, that is the last thing I would want to do getting on stream. I've been streaming all day. I'm tired of it. 
Done. Oh yeah, forever. you've been uh, you've been doing some non-Final Fantasy speedrunning, and now you're the third fastest. At I'm the third is. fastest. It's actually, my favorite Final Fantasy game. Yeah, my favorite Final Fantasy game, in which I'm the third fastest, is the new, not new, actually '95 <laughs> Sailor Moon. Another story for the Super Famicom. I made some terrible menuing errors today and screwed myself out of second. So anyway, uh, you find yourself in a desert, and also your Cecil, and you have a new friend. And you have a new friend or foe. Whose family you, you slaughtered. Yeah, whose family you fucking slaughtered. Whose town you burned down to the ground. Yeah, and that's where we are, right? Yeah, yeah. We start we are in a, in a vast desert. Um, Except when I come up, it, is, when, uh, it doesn't look like a vast desert to me. Mm-hmm. It just looks like a normal valley. Yeah, so I think we might have talked about the valley last episode where we left off, where... Um, you know, Titan came out and flexed real cool, and then yeah, Titan do be flexing. Ushered it a rend into the earth, <laughs> preventing us from going back to the Chocobo forest. And um, and uh, yeah, we wake up in like a a, a little meadow right after it. And yeah, and uh, I think Cecil or Cecil is just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna you know protect uh, protect this girl or whatever, and uh, no right. longer slaughter for the king. And then we can kind of move around the world map. Kane's then missing. we find the fucking desert. Oh yeah, Kane is missing. The, the desert's just the north northeast of where we wake up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's really nothing else in the desert except for this oasis. It's not too far away, right? Like we pretty much walk right to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I it is the it. Uh, the town of. I actually Kaipo. missed it. Did you miss it? Yeah, I was. No, like, Alex. Oh, did you just went... go right to where uh, like the next? No, I I had to go find it again, but like I just somehow just did not see on the map. <laughs> I well, just went north and then to a cave. I'm like, well, I can't go any farther. I gotta go back to. Well, look, we can talk myself. about it now. We can talk about it later. But I feel like this is a a good jumping off point for this. Uh, that if you're playing the 3D versions and you're not on easy mode, I guess if you're on like the DS version or hard mode on Steam. Uh, there's various encounters that you can get in the desert and, um, the 3d one introduces rare encounters that each area has like a rare encounter you can get. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And the one in the desert is shiny sword rats. Uh, I don't think there were sword rats in the desert. I didn't see any. There are. Are they shiny? Are they shiny though? They're not shiny, but there is a sandworm. The fuck? (laughs) So shit. That's awesome. So, so you Muad can use, uh, Cecil, you can, uh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like something from Rick and Morty. It's very goofy looking. But I I fought it, and this is after I had saved. I've gone to Kaipo already and saved and everything, but it can just one-hit KO the whole party, which right now is just Cecil if you're out there by yourself. So, like, don't do what Alex did and miss Kaipo. Go right to Kaipo because you don't want to run into this dude. He yeah, will ruin you. Unless you have Shooting Star with Aurin in your party, you probably don't want to <laughs> run into it because it's a bit of a damage sponge. <laughs> Yo, first of all, it really is a damage punch too. And uh but when it finally attacked, I mean it did like six hundred damage to all my characters, and I was like, oh my god, like that's times more than my max HP. There's also I guess goblins and desert Sahagan, which I guess are just like Yeah, yeah some old friends, the Sahagan. Um yep. I think I don't think they're called Sahagan in mine, uh in, in the Super Nintendo Final Fantasy quote unquote two. I th- I forget my screenshot doesn't have what their actual name is. But um, it's sand something. Okay. But yeah, um, as soon as we get into Kaipo, the game takes over and it immediately guides us to the inn, right? And uh, Cecil walks into the inn, 
uh, talks to the innkeeper and the innkeeper's like, oh shit, like he sees that Cecil's beat up, he sees that this little girl's beat up and is like, yo, just take a bed, don't worry about the charge, like it's free of charge, just use the inn. And so like Cecil's yeah. thankful and and uh, yeah, and he like tosses her into a bed and then he goes to bed, right? And um, then we get a scene at nighttime, right? Yes. Yeah, so... Actually, well, actually, hold on. I'm sorry. I, I out of order a little bit. Before nighttime, after he puts her in the bed, she wakes up, and he's like, "Oh, hey, are you all uh, right? Uh, my name is Cecil. What's yours?" And she like is not talking to him, right? Like she's just saying dot 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 to everything, and he's like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry about your mom." <laughs> you're like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> sorry about murdering your mother. Yeah, and and again, she doesn't say anything to that, and he's like. Oh, well, I can't ask you to forgive me, but I will protect you, though. Like, I'm so sorry about that. Like, I, I'm going to protect you from now on. And then we go to nighttime, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and there's a knock at the door. Who's that? In the a middle of the night. Must be a friend of theirs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it must be it, a friend of theirs. It's kind of a friend of uh, Cecil's. Um, yeah, in a way. Someone just walks in. I, I actually do like this scene. I thought it was, like, pretty intense. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. Yeah, because it happens in the middle of the night. One of the uh, other Baron generals come in with three guards, and they're like, "Oh my God, Cecil! I finally found you! Oh my goodness!" Like they were out looking for him. I guess they like saw the Titan thing happen or something like that, some big explosion, and they've been looking for Cecil. Yeah. Um, so it's like a little rescue operation. Yeah, um, and uh, and Cecil says, "Wait, the king." So the general says, uh, "I'm here on the king's orders. All summoners of mist must be annihilated. Hand over the girl." And like the girl, like just responds with like exclamation. Yeah, points. she's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> and Cecil's like, "Here you go. Now here's my return to glory. I love Baron and the king so much." <laughs> no, fuck that. Cecil says no, and then uh, the general just like lo- like I guess he like looks at his soldiers and he just goes like, "Kill him." <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's brutal. Seize but, uh, him. But this is like the moment where like Cecil's like cashing all in on going against Baron. Like at this point, he's truly fucked. Oh yeah, he's like, no, fuck this shit. Like he he sees the writing on the wall. He knows something's not right, and he's just like, I'm not gonna stand for this shit. I'm right. just I've done my maximum amount of war crimes that I want to commit, and <laughs> I, I will witness no more war crimes from here on out. <laughs> yeah, everybody gets two. <laughs> um. Yeah, so this battle is actually kind of interesting. I wouldn't really call it a boss battle per se. It's really just kind of like a, an encounter with normal enemies. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's three soldiers and a general. And so I played this twice because I played it in the 2D and 3D versions. And in the 2D version, after I killed all three of the soldiers, the general immediately escaped. Right? Mm-hmm. So he just like ran away. And I was like, all right, I'm wise to your game. I know what's happening. I know what to do. So, <laughs> so when I played it in the 3D version, I was like, well, I'll take out the general first. And so I took out the general first in the 3D version, and the three soldiers become confused as that's soon as you do that. That's such a cool little detail. I was um, like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's really that's really good. Um, I don't know if that's the same in my version. I think it is, because uh, I did the same thing. I played this on Super Nintendo first, and uh, the only difference really is that it's like an officer instead of a general, which, sure. you know, whatever, who cares? But... Um, I killed all the soldiers first because I was kind of thinking I was still in like Final Fantasy X mode like these MFs are going to use like high potions or like cast like reflect or whatever on, <laughs> uh, on Seymour like that was the kind of mindset that I had and then he like retreated and I was like oh, okay that's pretty cool so when I was playing on my Vita with like the complete edition um, I just went immediately for the general I like wasn't even using darkness because I was like I don't want to risk killing the uh, the soldiers but I think I only had one soldier left and then I went after yeah. the, the general 
and um, he took a lot of damage. Like, it took more attacks than I was expecting. Yeah, um, yeah, he's pretty tough. He's stout. So he's much stronger than the regular soldiers, but took him out, and then I think I made short work of the other soldiers, so I didn't get to see that they get confused, which is brilliant. <laughs> I love it. It was that. amazing. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, whoa. <laughs> That's so I will good. say this, as I've been playing, like I feel like the first two episodes, I might have been a little unduly harsh on the 3D version, but like it definitely has its quirks and things that I like about it that make it good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been um, enjoying it a lot. Yeah. But after the uh, after the battle, uh, the girl who we saved notices, you know, sees what we did. We like defeated these generals to protect her. And so she does tell us her name. Right. So this is Rydia. Mm hmm. Um, wow, you are a murderer, but like the good kind of murderer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now I can I just use you, you to murder, murder my dudes. enemies and not just yeah. my friends and family. <laughs> right. But um, it's like I know that uh, for the late two thousands and like mid twenty tens or whatever, the dynamic of all video games was like grizzled dad figure and like a young girl was like all the games, right? Like yeah. ev <laughs> like everything this is the was the Last just of that. Us Final Fantasy edition. Yeah, and this is like 1991, baby. <laughs> we knew all about it way early. <laughs> I think I, I, I forget who said it, but I, I was either listening to a podcast or something where it was like, I guess is that just a symptom of like the video game industry, like the, the heavy hitters in it, like reaching that age where like they might not have had like great relationships with their daughters because of how much they were working <laughs> or something. So they just like sort of like inserted that like mentality into all video games at the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> does sakaguchi have something he wants to talk about does he <laughs> <laughs> yeah but he waits until seven to say it <laughs> um but yeah so uh the next morning um Rydia joins our party and we now have a party of two we have our first magic user right yeah um, oh yeah level one notably level one yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is like real earthbound hours. Like you get a new party member and you're like, I'm so much stronger than them. And then you're like, oh, okay, but it's easy to level them up. Yeah, no, she's real weak at first. Like uh, the first several battles I took her out to just was not useful at all. Like couldn't hit enemies, was basically just dying all the time. But I guess like she's a kid. So <laughs> so um, before we move on from this scene in particular, since we were talking about the three, like the 3D version, Alex, I have a question for you. A little yes. bit of a follow up. What the fuck was that marshmallow thing that you were talking yeah. about? Did you find out anything more about that? Uh, what what town is this? Is this Kaipo? This is Kaipo. That's my um, favorite thing that uh, uh, Moogles say. Kaipo. Yeah. That's my <laughs> least favorite thing to see someone in a Philly basement put on a Telecaster. Kaipo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's good. There's some like additional dialogue just with like NPCs, I think. But uh, it's basically just uh, at least in the Super Nintendo version, it's like information that they're just throwing at us that we don't have any context for, which is just Tella has brought up his daughter Anna alone, but Anna ran away. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, stranger. Yeah. But we do hear about the sage Tella for the first time in town. Yeah. Um, we hear a couple things, actually. We hear oh, that like, yeah. Yeah. So right now we know that we want to get to Damsion. So we, that's the first time we've heard about that, too. I feel like the game doesn't really do a good job of explaining why you want to get to this kingdom other than one line that Kane says where he's like, yeah, if we're going to go against Baron, we're going to need the assistance of all the other kingdoms. And that's it. And like, yeah. you never really understand why we're going to Domsian. Um 
but but people talk about it. They say it's past the waterway, and that uh, there's an angry old man there, and we hear about uh, the sage Tella, who's looking for yeah. his daughter Anna. I mean, we also don't really have a direct objective right now. Right. Uh, we will get one the more we talk to people, but um, it, that is also something that someone will give you a hint where they say, oh, I tried going through this cavern, but there was a grumpy old man who wouldn't let me pass. Right. So some of you may remember I was very confused when I was watching a, uh, watching a walkthrough, just to kind of refresh my memory, that when uh, we're, <laughs> Cecil and Reddy are passed out currently, there is a little, like, marshmallow man like it looks like a tiny little like it almost looks like something for like a, a chibi like cute version of like a ghost from uh princess mononoke or something oh yeah 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 so you I, mentioned that, I had yeah. no idea what that was but um so i was like talking around <laughs> 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 so i was hanging around uh uh kaipo and then there's just a giant fucking chocobo yeah. Near like a market spot at the, the top of the screen. For the uh, listener, we're, we're looking at Alex's screenshots, which are real Carl Final Fantasy One uh, hours of just taking a picture of the console that you're playing it on. <laughs> and uh, we were looking at this marshmallow uh, thing, and then immediately no, he is... went to the next one, and it was just big Chocobo on the screen. So that's why I laughed so hard. <laughs> is is this Chocobo in your version or in the 3D Steam version as well? It is. It is. I think he's like the placeholder of like a merchant or something. Like Absolute that, or like unit. But yeah, like you talk to him, that's big fucking Chocobo. He's like. And the, yeah, the Chocobo talks to you. He's like twice as tall as uh, Cecil. He Sitting has two down. Cecil yeah. units tall. <laughs> but he's like, hey, there's something I can help you with. And like, and then Naming Way, or I guess is it Mapping Way now, comes out and like gives you like a little tutorial. Chatting like, oh, way. hey, it's by, but it's like in media res where it's like on a black screen. I was like, oh, hey, how have you been uh, making the most of the map it gave you? This time, I thought I explained a little bit about white. Yeah, W-H-Y-T. White, I see. And it's this cute little... It kind of looks like fucking uh, Jigsaw from Saw. Yeah, he does. Uh, Like a cute version. Yeah, he's just like a little white figure with a red bow tie, like a little squiggly uh, cheeks. This little Eidolon is Rydia's partner. He can fight in her place in battle. Oh, uh, which is interesting. You can train him by talking to Fat Chocobo. Oh, he's smiling. <laughs> so this is like a Eidolon you can train and oh, like weird. customize with attacks that your other party members have. He learns moves from other party members. Oh, so he's kind of like a blue mage, sort of. So you can like train him like a Pokemon. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. That's like cool. a Pokemon, but he can learn other enemy or like other things moves. That's weird. And you can assign him abilities and stuff. Um in battle, he'll randomly assign abilities to use. Oh, he's ready. You can even put your white to the test in wireless battles against a friend. So you can like... Uh, okay. Yeah, that might be why I didn't see him in the Steam version. Because like, there's no wireless battles to be had. That yeah. that definitely seems like a, a, a Nintendo DS type thing. Like that's... Yeah. That's pretty cool though. I like that. You do have the ability to find like clothes for him and draw a new face for him. I love oh that. God, that's So the incredible. first thing I did... Aw. <laughs> you made Sans! <laughs> Oh my god, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah. So it just looks like a weird sans with a bow tie. A naked sans. <laughs> nude sans. Nude uh. sans. Computer, can you generate a nude sans? That does not compute. Um. Nude sans. <laughs> that's incredible. That fucking rules. Holy shit. This will be on the Instagram, definitely. God, that's got to go in the fucking episode pictures. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we so. should just have that be like, you know how we always have like 
the logo of the podcast for every episode just this one time. We should use the face Listen. For, for the episode cover, like the art. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I know we have the Discord animated GIF thing for, uh, and it's Titus laughing right now currently. Um, I think we should just make this the new Discord picture. <laughs> or at least like the banner or sticker or whatever the fuck they've added to Discord recently. Uh, sans white. <laughs> That's so good. That's it's like Yeah, it's like, it's like Blanca from um, Animal Crossing. So you can... That's oh, so yeah. good, Can you dude. draw faces on Blanca? I didn't know that. No, I don't think she's in the new one yet, but like it. Like all the old uh, Animal Crossings, you can draw a face for her if you met her like on a train or something like that, which is very cool. Uh, oh, that's sick. Um, I do also want to point out in the uh, Super Nintendo version, there's uh, Kaipo's special. It, it, above the inn, I think there's like a bar where, you know, just, you know, little set dressing, which is in a lot of towns. But uh, there's a, a poster on the wall and it says Kaipo's special refreshment for desert perched throats. And I think it's called like Desert Punch or something. <laughs> Is it, I don't think I actually went to the bar. I should have gone there. That's usually the first place I go, you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. You have to take the stairs up there. That's right. Well, I'll tell you this. Uh, speaking of naming way, um, in the house in the upper right corner, if you're playing the 3D versions, uh, naming way is mm. there as well. And so you see him again, and he's like, oh, yeah, mapping didn't work out very well. I don't like mapping anymore. Or I guess he's mapping way now. So, like, yeah. So he's like, yeah, I don't like mapping anymore. It's really not working out for me. I think I'm going to, I mean, I'm just going to take some time off and try to figure out what I want to do. And it says mapping way has become living way. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker. Live, laugh, loving way. <laughs> <laughs> Live, map. Yeah. Yeah. Li living way, laughing way, loving way. <laughs> But uh, he, he gives us access to the bestiary, so now we can actually like see the enemies that we fought up to this point. Nice. So that is a baked-in feature on the um, on the complete edition uh, without okay. like the naming way stuff, I guess, because they didn't add the mapping way thing at that point. But sure. um, yeah, pretty much immediately. I was like, cool, I got the bestiary, so I'm definitely going to be looking at that because I love that in the video game. I think the GBA versions of... Uh Final Fantasy 1 and 2 also have a BCR baked in. Which ah. is, it's very, very nice. So, I don't know because it's been so long since I've played the 3D version of this game. But I, I have this, I have the feeling that every time we see Naming Way, it's going to be something different. And I'm loving this. I would I'm, fucking love that so much. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving it thus far. So, I'm kind of like excited to see whatever's next with him. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, for now, he's Living Way. But we find a familiar face in this inn, right? This is like a, or if it, this isn't even an inn. This is yeah, like yeah, in that building we do. So when we enter that building, um, if you go up to the the top of the building, uh, Rosa is in the bed there, um, yeah. and she has crossed the desert looking for Cecil, and uh, is feverish, right? So she's got uh, the 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 desert sickness. Yeah, the desert sickness. Yeah, I think no, I think they call it like desert fever or something. I yeah. forget the specific name, so it's pretty funny. She's down she's with the bonitis. sickness. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> How did she f get there before us? Uh, maybe she like climbed some mountains or something. She's got a higher agility stat. She's got more speed than us. Maybe which means she must have passed us on our way to Mist. Maybe Sid we gave her a ride. We were busy destroying an entire town. You know, that's true. Sid probably just gave her a ride, as we all know. Like <laughs> and then Curtis just said. dropped her off in the desert. It's <laughs> like, all right, have a good one, bye. Yeah, Sid's like it's like her my Uber. experience with the first Fallout game. <laughs> just fucking just <laughs> yeah, just walk out into the desert and die. 
as we all know from last episode, Rosa is Sid's daughter, like Curtis said. No! (laughs) (laughs) I was wrong, she's not. In that same vein, though, of, like, misconstruing, like, which characters are who or whatever, um... When you're walking around the town, I was like, I the last thing I did in this town was find Rosa, um, but I was talking to a bunch of villagers in the in the Super Nintendo one, and someone just said like, someone picked up a sick girl from Baron falling down, and everyone just kept talking about a girl falling down. So I was like, okay, a girl fell down, and they're talking about how someone brought her here. Are they talking about Rydia and like me yeah, bringing right. her? And then yeah, I saw I Rosa. Yeah, I thought they were talking about us. Yeah, and then I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> I mean, it, it, like, I feel like Zelda games like, hey, did you hear something, something such happened? Like, yeah, I just did that. That was me. Like, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, cool. So you said games where things don't change until unless you do them and everyone's always talking and about what you did. And then people talk about what you did. Yeah, like, oh, did you hear Avalanche drop the plate and stuff like that? And you're like, that's what I was yeah, thinking, yeah. too. Yes. Some other noteworthy uh, things that just like rumors going around the town was uh, the Damsian Castle in the north uh, governs this area. The Crown Prince sings beautifully as a bard. Yeah, doesn't mean anything, you know. The Bard Prince, yeah, probably nothing to concern ourselves with. Um, (laughs) Uh, Also, the person next to Rose's bed says that uh, the cure is the sand ruby, right? Like, so that's that's part of what we want to do now is we want to find the sand ruby. Exactly, and they also have discussions about an ant lion that is guarding the sand ruby. Right, right, and I guess that's now kind of our next mission, right? Is to find the sand ruby. Yeah. Oh, there is one other NPC that I do want to talk about before we dive into more story bits, which is another one of those dancers. I was hoping you were going to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, in the in the Super Nintendo version, um, she just say says... Saber, dance, saber, dance. <laughs> she says, I want to go to uh, Damsian to be a dancer. Watch me dance. And then she starts to dance and just dives into the water yeah. doing like a synchronized swim <laughs> version of the dance. Yeah. It's very good. There's a little, I like, I like that even on the SNES, there's just a little sprite of like two legs sticking up out of the water. <laughs> yeah, but that also brings up something that I didn't know about until it was brought to my attention by uh, Gamero Says, a uh, friend of the pod, um, who said that in the original Japanese versions before localizing it to the US, those dancers like stripped. Really? Yeah, there's like a um a video on YouTube that shows like the differences where they just like throw their like their dress like is like a sprite that like goes above them and then they're dancing and around. they have they like, really like a s- bikini on yeah yeah and they're just like dancing around and stuff which is like a weird a weird thing <laughs> free dance we don't allow we don't allow any fun here buddy yeah not in America we can dance if we want to. Yeah, we no, got we footloose can't. rules no, we, here. We can dance if we want to, but we have to leave our clothes on. We can only leave our friends behind. We cannot dance if we want to. Yeah. Not straight up <laughs> footloose. Yeah, foot, footloose rules, right? Oh, Curtis, did um, Rosa give you anything? Uh, yes. Yes, she did in the 3D version. We're introduced to the... Um, the Augments. The concept of augments, which is kind of like what they added to FF4 to make it I guess more customizable because there's no jobs. So FF4 often gets shit about not being customizable that everybody just is the level that they are. They learn what they learn when they learn it and that's it. So augments are kind of a way of like putting a little something in there for customization. So um, some Kamari shit. Some Kimari shit. Uh, and the way that this works is there are several augments throughout the course of the game that you get through fulfilling certain requirements right um and they usually teach your character a skill 
So your character will have multiple skills. They'll have their attack, uh, darkness, right, item, or whatever. And they can learn additional skills with augments or even have uh, properties. Like they might be like an MP plus 50% or something like that. And the one that uh, you get from Rosa is auto potion. So you can give that to somebody. So early in the game, you have auto potion. Now, I was kind of scared to use auto potion because I was like, oh man, potions are expensive as fuck in this game. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't know if I want somebody just throwing potions all the time. Yeah, we can't use auto potion in this economy. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I did give it to Rydia though, but. It's like Riku just fucking using holy water all willy nilly. Yeah. Like, no, <laughs> I'm saving those. <laughs> I never did see it though, this, this, uh, this part of the game. So I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's really cool. But I did learn some crazy things about it that we'll get to later. Um, there are the... So you can't get them all in one playthrough. You do have to do a New Game Plus if you want to complete it and get all of them. Um, but if you give an augment to a character who is not going to be in your party, because spoiler, char characters come and go in this game, right? Um, if you give some augments to a character who then permanently leaves your party... You know, you will have basically lost those augments forever. And you do lose those augments forever. Damn. But the game will give you some of the that character's innate skills in return as augments. So, like, let's pretend for a second that Cecil was going to leave our party at some point. Like, pretending, right? If we gave him an augment... When he left the party, he would give us darkness back. Whoa, that's pretty sick. And so, basically, you can use this as a way to get characters innate skills on other characters it's really interesting i feel like that 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 really sounds like especially with uh white as well just like my speedrunner brain is going where i'm like i wonder if anyone speed runs this version of it because of things like this and if it changes like the tech of the run i don't know all, maybe or you know because like just thinking about like how can we optimize stuff and it's like there's just so yeah. many factors that seem pretty interesting I mean, on that there are several speedrunners who do the 3D version of 4 for sure. I actually, I haven't seen one though. It would be very interesting to look at. I think um, I've seen Blue Harvey running it recently, but I haven't seen anybody else run it ever. So hmm. Interesting. But yeah. There's only two people on the leaderboard for the DS version. That's interesting. Are there for the, are there PC ones? I wonder what face they draw on, uh, on white. Uh, any percent PC is three and a half and the ds version eight percent is under five hours so okay all right oh another thing that i noticed just i think from uh watching your stream curtis where you're doing the homework on the uh the 3d version one thing that i really like about that version that they changed was when you open up the menu it kind of shows one of your uh party members like, yeah reminiscing reminiscing to themselves like, they're like, like thinking you know, about something thinking yeah. About, yeah it shows you their inner monologue so it's like when an event happened, it's it like... It kind of helps give you direction of where you're supposed to go next as well. Like, oh, yeah. I have to do this yeah. now. I must defeat right. this antlion or something. Or like, I can't believe I wiped out that entire village by being a fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, I think here, I like, after seeing Rosa, Cecil does in the 3D version. He says something like, oh, we've got to get the, uh, the sand ruby or we need to head this direction. And then Rydia just says, that man looks so sad. <laughs> like, talking about <laughs> Cecil. <laughs> So I thought that was a nice little touch. Um, I will say, too, by the way, because we have Rydia now, in the SNES version, things are a lot cheaper. And so it's easy to it's easier to outfit our characters. So it's easier to buy, like, a bow here for Rydia if you want to. She comes with a, a staff. 
But yeah. um, if you want to get a bow for her, you can do that. Oh, she can use bow stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I kind of just, I saw that she could equip it and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I'll, I'll buy that and try that. And I think she's not really like a physical uh, attack person. Yeah, yeah. Like if she didn't miss, it didn't do all that much damage. But it was it was cool because like with the bow in Final Fantasy four, you have to buy bow uh, like bow for like your left hand or whatever. And then for your right hand, you buy a bunch of arrows. Yes. So yeah. like it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's actually like ammunition too. Like you will run out of them. You actually have to buy enough arrows <laughs> to use. Yeah. And we all know that. The best Final Fantasy games are ones that include some sort of mechanic that has ammunition in it that you have to purchase <laughs> and can use with a certain character. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, so equipping Rydia is pretty easy in the SNES version. But in the 3D version, she doesn't come with several slots of armor. Like She doesn't have a helmet equipped at all. Um, and she's considerably weaker. And money is comes you come by money way slower in the 3D version. So I was like, okay, well, the other one I didn't have to grind at all. I just left town and then went to the next area. But I had to sit there and grind for like 30 minutes and get enough money and levels to be able to continue on in the 3D version. Oh yeah, I mean that makes sense. You're playing hard mode, right? It's hard mode for the the PC version, but it's the normal mode of the 3DS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I basically made my own easy version using just some XP but boosts. Nice. I I don't blame I don't have you to a bit as much. <laughs> I don't blame you a bit. It's it's a little time consuming. Um, yeah, it seems like it's not really like difficulty in the sense that it's just kind of like time wasting, where it's like it can't know, be. It, yeah. takes, it takes longer to Unless level you up. To... Get wiped out on the first square, like Curtis. Did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, when we got to the next area of the game in the 3D one, I actually started having fun at that point. When we got the third character, I was like. All right, now I'm having a good time. This is fun now. Yeah, I did do a little bit of leveling up just because I wanted to see more uh, enemies and stuff and also see what it's, you know. Immediately upon leveling up Rydia once, she learned, like, Ice One. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So now she's actually, like, has a, a useful function. Yeah. And I, I also wanted to test out the, the call ability. And unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't have Titan. I was a little bummed about that. But does have Chocobo. Yeah, so you, just, you just summon a chocobo to come in and like kick one of the enemies or something. Yep, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to just point this out because it'll be important later. Notice Rydia's black magic skills as you level her up, right? So like she has like lightning. I think she starts with thunder uh, or maybe she doesn't. She gets uh, ice first. But either way, she gets ice and thunder pretty early on. And for the first several levels, Rydia just learns a new spell like every level. So she's like really expanding her um, her abilities quickly. Her repertoire. Her repertoire. Yeah, it expands really fast. But notably, no fire. Huh. She does not know fire. So I just figured I'd point that out. Why would she? We fucking torched her whole town. Yeah, I don't blame indeed, her. She's indeed. like, fuck fire, dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's, she's got to find Zuko to teach her. I don't... Who is Zuko? That's an it's Avatar. From Avatar thing. Like, oh, yeah. okay. I haven't, I haven't seen Avatar. Ever, ever, M. Bebder, you should. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good show. Oh, I'll watch the uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie of it. Yeah, that's all you need. That's the best version yeah. of it. It's the true, truly the, the Final years. Fantasy VIII of. That's uh, <laughs> the after years of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, after that, I uh, think we can pretty much head to the next area, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, should we uh, rest in the inn before we go? I think so. You never know when the next time you'll be able to take a rest in this game is. So yeah. Should, let's settle <laughs> All right, in well, at the end. 
Let's let's go there. Ticker ticker to the end. You find yourself in a desert. Uh, yeah, we're back in the desert. <laughs> yeah, back in the desert. Uh, sweating. Fucking climate change got us all. This armor is making me sweaty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's black armor, too. It's just absorbing sunlight. Just cooking Cecil in there. Yeah, that's got to suck, right? This armor is making me thirsty. If anyone, yeah. <laughs> if anyone like tries touching him, they just immediately like burn the shit out of their hands. Yeah. <laughs> Must be bacon in there. I do not want to think about what he smells like when he takes that armor off. That's why he never <laughs> takes it off. That's right. Yeah, that's why he, he gets in bed with in it, it and everything. Yeah. It smells like worse than like hockey equipment. <laughs> so we're heading to the, uh, what is this cave called? The water cave? That's uh, not in, right. in Final Fantasy. Underground waterway. Yeah, Underground it's called the watery, waterway. The watery pass in Super Nintendo. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, so heading up that way, we need to get to Damsien. We need to get to the Antlion's Den to is get the Dom sand Sien ruby. Or, is it how you pronounce that place? I don't know. I've been saying Damsien, but let me look it up right now. You might be right. It actually is. Yeah, Damsien or Damsien. 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 Okay. Or could be a Damsien, like the color. Uh, yeah, that's maybe. kind of what I was thinking, but again, pronunciation is super important. I'm going to call it Damchan. <laughs> Damchan. 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 I guess you can look at the uh, Japanese. Damchan. Damchan. Okay, so let's Damchan. So we're going to Dam. We're going to Damchan. Uh, we're going to Ramjam. Uh, we're going to Ramjam. <laughs> we're going to rat jam and the uh the watery pass is in our way so let's get on in there and uh i don't think we pointed it out last time but uh the the theme for the dungeons in this game is a banger and it's great fuck it's yeah real, it's real spooky. really like it's so good what is it called i think i think i accidentally called it into darkness but i think that's a star trek movie i think it's into the darkness into the darkness okay Oh wait, maybe I did say that. See, I've been thinking about this all day, and I was thinking about the the theme in like the water temple area in uh, Final Fantasy One, which I think is just like the Chaos Temple theme or whatever. But it plays in the in the Sunken Shrine as well. And I was trying to find it on YouTube, and I couldn't just because I was like Sunken Shrine music, and there's <laughs> something completely different. But then I was like, no, it plays in both. I, I ended up finding it. And that song is a fucking bop. Yeah. Go listen to the Night of the Round version. It's also very good. It's so good. Hell yeah. I thought we were going to use that for our intro for a while. I, I almost did. I, have a ver- I could maybe switch it up. Hell yeah. Oh, either way, either way, it's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So as Night soon as we Night of the Round enter, don't miss, okay? They're all <laughs> fucking gold. It is true. It is true. Um, but yeah, as soon as we enter, there's like two different ways we can go. Uh, a north, the north route will take us to some treasure chests of like no import. Essentially, they're not like interesting. Yeah. Um, but the left path takes us to something very interesting. Hell yeah! There's an old salty man there. <laughs> He's an old old wizardy man, and I love him. I love this man, by the way. Yeah, he he looks he cool is as hell. Fucking glammed out. He, is he looks like a glam out. Gandalf. Glamdalf. <laughs> have you seen uh, Amano's art of this character? Oh no, oh, I don't yeah. think I have. I need to check. He that is out reclining right now. in the most sassy pose. It is incredible. He's like the oh fuck yeah, dude. He's vibing. He's like he the smoking so caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. If that caterpillar was his persona, yeah, this dude yeah, fucking. That's really right. Is. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, this just is the, the most reclined and relaxed, and like he's like just stripes and pink and yo, the giant pink robes, incredible. He's apparently the first Final Fantasy character with glasses. I read that. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting. Also, notably, our first playable. Wait, no, wait. Does Rydia have a last name? Because I noticed that Tella does not. Nope. Rydia I, has a last I, name. I think okay. that also probably depends on version. It may. Well, I'm I'm going across any version. If any version gives you the last name, then as far Fair. as I'm concerned, they have a last name. Yeah, but, canon. That's but, why, um, as we know, Squall's name is actually Leon. That's right. <laughs> He's got some kind of like John Led, uh, John Lennon meets like Elton John kind of vibes or kind of Bowie. Yeah. Yo, hell yeah. Kind of like whimsy and he looks like he could be at a, a weird like stoner prog band. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, a mage like, hand. <laughs> yeah. He's got like big wispy white hair and a beard too. He rules. He rules. Yeah, I, I fucking he love rules. him. Of course, but, uh, everyone, everyone who's played this game before knows we are of course talking about the character Pen. <laughs> Penantella. Oh, Penantella. <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Tella. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hate myself that I have to make this joke, but I have to make this fucking joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tella. Um, Tella rules. I love Tella this old man. fucking rules. I liked your, your uh, what's it called? Your caption for your stream when you were playing this part, Curtis, which was. Under my, you can stand under my tella 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 a a a. Um, but he sees us coming, and he's like, "Oh, a dark knight! I need your assistance!" Like he sees that we're a dark knight, and is like, "Oh shit, score!" Um, and he has been trying to fight the the beast that lives within the waterway, but to no avail. And he's like, "Oh, if I had your sword, then maybe we could actually beat this thing." And like, mm-hmm. you know, we're trying to get through as well. So we're kind of yeah, like, we well, have the same, the same objective. So yeah, we might as well homie up with Tella. Yeah. And he is here because, uh, his daughter was kidnapped or not, or like seduced or by a bard or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He My says, daughter uh, Anna was tricked by a silver tongued bard. He's a silver tongued dem- bard. He's taken her to the, uh, damn Scion castle. And yeah. And so. So that's why he's trying to get through the waterway. Those fucking silver-tongued bards will always get you. In the 3D version, they call him a wicked bard. A wicked bard, dude. Like in the way that he's like sick, like he's good. Yo, that bard is wicked good. <laughs> Mr. Steel Yo Girl, this yeah. silver-tongued bard. That's right. So he's trying to get his daughter back from this bard. He's trying to get through. He can't fight the uh, the beast on his own. And he also notices Rydia with us. And he like... Doesn't even have to ask. He's just like, I can tell that girl's a summoner. She's going to be a big deal. And that is a good thing that she's along with us. Yeah, he like he's like straight up like Qui-Gon Jinn here where he's like this. There's something special about like the midichlorian count is off the fucking charts. Yeah, I yeah. know this fucking girl can pod race. She's going to beat Sebulba <laughs> and it's going to fucking rule. We, we get some more of that later, too. He like kind of goes on about her a little bit. Credits will be fine. <laughs> Credits will be fine. <laughs> But we have Tella now, and uh, <laughs> my daughter was stolen by a silver-tongued Tadarian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he—he's a real interesting character because he has white and black magic, and uh, some decent white and black magic too. He has a lot of stuff ready to go. Yeah, he—he um, he was really helpful in here. And like, I remember I was playing this. I'm like, okay, it's a little weird that he's like, oh, I can't get through here on my own. I need your help. And I was like, this dude is like level twenty. Yeah, like, I think yeah. uh, Cecil at this point is like level like 13 or 15 or something. And like Rydia, you know, is still like 
achieving her potential or whatever. So I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm really going to help this guy. Like, this dude seems to have shit, like, locked down. And then, like, as I got further into this, like, area, I was like, oh, no, this area is actually kind of fucking tough. It can be, yeah, yeah, especially as you get further into There's some into cool it. enemies. Yeah. Well, I wanted to, uh, before we get to the enemies, I do want to talk about one, two or two more things with Tella. Um, one is his skill recall that he has. So Tella's thing is he does it. He's old, and he doesn't remember all the spells that he's ever learned, right? So you can hit recall, and he'll just pick a spell out of random and then cast it. So you may get something like and it'll basically pick from all the black magic in the game. Uh, so you could get something real, real nice. Like that's pop such off a, a cool or something. thing. That's so it's really cool. cool. It's basically Clefairy's metronome, like from Pokemon. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what I love about Tella, and I did it. I never noticed it. I read it online, and I was like, "What?" And then I had to look when I was playing the game. This is the craziest fucking shit. As we go through the game with Tella, there will be moments where he dips in and out and uh, learns things and remembers old spells. And so his spell repertoire is going to get better and better and better as we go. And I mean, he's going to be like pulling in damage numbers with the spells that he has. But I think it's implied that he's an old, old man. So every level he gets, he loses stats. Whoa, that's stats really go cool. down instead of up. I noticed that. I was like, wait, why did I just like lose some like dexterity or whatever? Like, is he just becoming an old man? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's old, so he's like losing uh stats every time he levels up. Right, yeah, he went from level 24 to 25, and uh, everything his intellect and spirit went up one, but his stamina went down one. Yeah, that's so cool. I didn't even notice that. Isn't that wild? I probably would have gone through the entire game without even noticing that until like I've Tella, never noticed it before. Yeah. Tella is just a fucking skeleton, and I'm like, oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> but I, I like that like they're telling you with the gameplay that like Tella is physically frail and old. Yeah, know? that's really good storytelling through like mechanics, which I feel like is super rare for like that time that this game was made. Yeah. Right. Uh, another another interesting thing that I found out about Tella, um, I went to the watery cave immediately after going through it all on super nintendo i went there immediately like without even going through all of the stuff in uh in kaipo just because i was like i already know what's going on i'm just gonna go yeah and i went up to tella and he was like i was just there standing in front of him and he was like yeah get out of here like he wouldn't let oh. me get past so he's like there like so the one guy who's like oh yeah there was a, a an old man blocking my way in the watery pass or whatever like that's also him them being like oh yeah you need to do something first before you can get past that old man because wow. like on the critical path, you're probably going to go to Kaipo first and do all of that. But like you could theoretically like completely bypass that. But yeah. You need that a reason to, to go there to get you, the sand ruby. So they're like, yeah. no, you need to trigger the event with Rosa before you can talk to Tella and continue on. Right. Um. But yeah, the what were you saying, Alex? The enemies in here. Yeah, there's some funky. There's a lot of like water themed Emily Emily's. A lot of <laughs> water themed enemies. Uh. We got alligators. We got uh, <laughs> we got alligators. So we got clams. We <laughs> we got so yeah. many water creatures. You won't know what to do with them. <laughs> um, I kept coming across this interesting combo, which was the um, it was like three fang shells and one amoeba. I love that encounter. It's super weird. Uh, so yep. like these three clams are like they look like clams with uh, teeth. Yeah. They, they look like water tongue. temple uh, ocarina of time enemies, like the fucking mm. clams that attack you. But it looks like, like the amoeba, there's like an amoeba in the back row that is kind of like acting like a support. Yeah. 
he yeah. like heals them or protects them and stuff like that. It's if you a while. if you kill all of them and not the amoeba, he can raise all of them and actually bring oh. them back. Oh, so yeah. I saw him using raise, but it didn't do anything. Yeah, I think uh, I think it only pops off if all three of them are gone. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and um, yeah, that thing is. It seems like it has a pretty fast ATB and it's always like doing support yeah. stuff and like the the clams like the evil shell in the Super Nintendo version like they're not too difficult to take care of but um this thing was like a damage sponge like it would usually like just end up running away from me I feel like really yeah this I always used a, a thunder spell on it and I usually took care of it pretty quick yeah yeah I think it took oh, a couple yeah. of thunder spells but I might have also been using it with Rydia and like trying to save Tella's uh thunder tella 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 a a b b yeah they're kind of um, gross a lot of the, anim the enemies in this patch of are kind of gross I mean, oh my god can we talk about my least favorite set of enemies that pop up the fucking zombies oh yeah those normal zombies no yeah, some of them i zombies, think but... i think some of them are stronger yeah, there's there's different colors of them, but like the thing was when I first got in there, I mean it wasn't as bad when I leveled up a little bit and everything. But when I first got in there though, um I couldn't do any damage to them. Like even Cecil, like Cecil would do the most damage to them at like nine or ten HP. And like I was like, well they're zombies, so I'll use cure on them. Yep. So I would like do a cure on everybody with Rydia or something like that, and it would do like one HP damage. And I was like, well, <laughs> Yeah, I had sucks. to I had to just use Tella to cure all of them and it still like didn't kill them all in one hit. Yeah, yeah. Like those things are motherfuckers. Yeah, they're tough. I think I just used lightning attacks again because I was like, well, I'm already doing that in this, this yeah. place. And it seemed to do it cuz yeah, it looks like they are susceptible to some lightning damage. There's oh, okay. there's someone else I want to talk about in here. All right. It might not be until later on in the uh, in the area. I don't know if there's like like this is a pretty like this this dungeon is a lot bigger than the one that we did yes. last week. Yeah. Um <laughs> So I don't know if it, this is in a later area or something but this thing fucking sucked to fight when I first found it. And that is the <laughs> tiny mage. Tiny mage. A tiny mage. Oh yeah, the tiny mage. They can cast mini on you and make you tiny. Yeah. No wait, no no. They cast frog on you. Is that right? Well, there are a frog enemies in here that will use uh, frog. Um, oh, okay. I guess these guys make you many. So, yeah, they usually come paired, I think, with uh, Sahagin or water hags. <laughs> which is yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, I, like, couldn't do any fucking damage to these fucking things. Like, they, they have, uh, uh, like, if you try and attack them with, like, physical, I think. Or I think you have to attack them with physical. And if you do magic, it does, like, nothing to them. I forget oh, how they, they work. They, uh, they, um, counter. Well, yeah, let me see, let me see. Like, let me get the yeah, let me here. let me read into it. And they also have Osmos. Um or I forget what it's called in the Super Nintendo version, but they they sap your fucking MP. So I was yeah, like Yeah, and they can take like all of it too. At the point I was in in this cave and finding these things and they were just like sapping Tella of all his MP. I was like, "No." Oof. And like, I think Tella has that ability as well. But when I did it with Tella, it was like, "You got 4 MP." I'm like, "Great, thanks." Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, Tiny Mage, it counters all physical attacks with hold and all spells with Osmos. Yeah, That's what it does. yeah, this thing was. Really it doesn't make you many, by the way. It doesn't do that. No, uh, but I was there is the, a frog enemy in this. I was thinking of the frog enemies that turn you into frogs, yeah. And fuck those things. I remember one of them. Um, 
I like in one of my playthroughs, I bought a maiden's kiss because I was like, oh, nice. Like I see this at the yeah. shop. It's not too expensive. It's always good to have one of these on. And then I like didn't get hit with the spell until I was playing the other one. And I was like, I have just the thing. And then I looked and I didn't know. I was like, <laughs> shit, that was in my other version. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got hit with that a couple of times. I ran out of maiden's kisses. I ran out. But uh, Tella had Esuna, so it was okay. Um, nice, yeah. If he didn't get yeah, fucking but, osmosist out of it, osmosis jonesed. <laughs> Osmos jonesed out of it. But uh, uh the yeah. dungeon's pretty windy. It is. It also has our first uh hidden paths too. Yeah. I found, the, I found uh yeah, a hidden passage under a waterfall, as most yep. video games should have. Yep. yep. That made me very happy because I'm always looking for that shit in video games. Hell yeah. And I will say this this dungeon's kind of cool because like half of it is running around on like uh like land uh, well, i don't know we call it like precipices and windy paths and some bridges, bridges yeah and then half of it is you're actually walking around in the water yeah more like a pokemon cave where you have to use surf or whatever to like yeah oh i will say in the 3d version i like when you go if you go into the water and switch your on-screen character to Ridia, her mouth is just above the water level so you Aww. just see the top of her head poking out of the water while she walks oh, around that's very cute but of course, I used Tella as my main character most the entire time. Because I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. look at this swag man go. <laughs> so in the 3D version, there are some like rest points that Tella finds. Like we set up a little like campsite. There, there is in the uh, 2D version as well. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, there's a little more story and also kind of gives us a chance to like restore all our health and stuff. I really like this little um, this exchange because in the first one, Tella says that he brought a tent and he we're gonna be allowed to use his tent, right? Uh, so it doesn't consume one from our inventory. That's nice, a story. Um, one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it would suck if like, well, we need to find a tent first. Yeah, right. It makes <laughs> you find a tent uh, right, before yeah, you do it. Yeah. Um, but we uh, we once we walk into that room, that little side room where we there's a save point at. Um, and we use the tent. It actually like cuts to a little cutscene at nighttime. It's kind of implied that we're like staying overnight in the cave, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're just like pitching a starting a fire in like a little safe yeah. chamber, I guess. And he, he says the uh the magic field of that save point repels all monsters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just a ward, yeah. Yeah. Um but uh but he mentions he's like, yo, who is that little girl? Where is she from? And uh, Cecil's like, uh, the Mist Village. He's like, uh, <laughs> uh, don't worry, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, don't sweat it. <laughs> but um, but he says he's like, yo, she's extremely gifted. If she was properly trained, she could master any spell. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna find out more about Tella. But he has like a bit of a thing about mastering extreme spells. That's kind of an obsession of his. Um. But he says that because uh, she's sleeping while uh, Cecil and he are talking, and he says uh, she reminds him of Anna when she was little. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe Anna also has magic. And also has magic, yeah. And he says again that his daughter eloped with a bard to Damsan uh, because I didn't consent to their union. And he asks us, why are you going? And uh, Cecil's like, oh, a friend of mine has the desert fever. We need to get the uh, sand ruby. And... Um, Tell us like, oh yeah, that's gonna be tough. It's gonna be rough getting that sand ruby. Uh, <laughs> and um, Cecil says, okay, well, what about the, what about this monster that's in the cave? What's the deal with it? And he says, 
A vicious creature with eight huge tentacles. We must kill it quickly and reach Damsian before it's too late. And Cecil says, too late for what? And Tella says, I don't know. I only pray that my instincts are wrong. And I was like, oh, oh, oh no. I like that. But I like that little exchange. I thought that was nice, like character building for everybody. Yeah, I don't think he has that uh, that little bit of about being like, oh, I hope my instincts are wrong and stuff. Like, I think he's just like, yeah. oh, yeah, it's like oh, we have to kill this horrible monster. And then uh, that will help us save Anna and your friend. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the 3D version, it's like, I pray these premonitions of mine are only an old man's fretting. But if they prove true, our time is short. I hope it's Ooh. just the sweet, sweet embrace of senility and not anything yeah. ominous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it must just be my stats going down again. <laughs> oh, winter's coming. I can feel my attack stat. <laughs> Storm's coming, Annie. I can feel it in my HP. Yeah. Um, there are some good treasures later on in the uh, yes. in the cave, though. Uh, one of which is an ice rod, which works very similarly to the items that we've had in Final Fantasy One where you yep. can actually use them to cast spells rather than having to use magic. So, like, that's nice if... if um, It doesn't like, break, does it, after you use it? As far as I know, it doesn't. I've been using okay. it a bunch. Okay. I don't know if it has, like, a single use per battle or anything. I don't even think it has that. I, I could be wrong okay. about that. But, yeah, I was just rattling off some blizzard spells, which cool. isn't great in this, in this cavern because everything's weak to thunder. But it was nice yeah. to have, like, on a turn where you're like, okay, well, I don't need to, like waste mp on these enemies with their hp now i can just you know hit them with a ice one or whatever yeah speaking right. of battles i noticed in the 3d version i'm not sure if it's like the, the 2d versions but you can customize and put anything on your menu for each character which is really cool and like you can just say like magic like attack and then you just like okay i actually want third slot to just be potion Oh really? Oh, that's really you, cool. You, you don't nice. have to like go into your items menu. You can just like put an item you use a lot just there really? on your hotbar. It makes like things super easy. Like Rudy is getting freaking beat so much. I need like just have like one of these just on like every wow. screen. I had no idea. It's super handy. Just like you can add abilities and items as just normal. Like you can just customize. Yeah, you customize your action menu. That's so. It's cool. amazing. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm gonna try that out probably after we're done with the pod. Um. Huh. Uh, we also get pretty much a full set of new equipment for Cecil. Yeah. Uh, and it's significant. Because, like, Cecil is already kind of, like, the damage guy. Um, and I guess Tella is now, too. Tella can really, like, throw some numbers up. But, like, Cecil's still just, like, a truck comparatively, like, to the other two. Yeah. Um, and now we're getting, like, new weapons for him. We get the Shadow Blade. Yeah. Like, fucking badass. <laughs> um, also... Notably, all the weapons that Cecil gets has the dark status on it. So, like, it does dark damage. Yeah. They also have different uh, models in the uh, in the 3D version, so it actually looks a little yeah. different, which is nice. I wish your armor changed appearance, too, but... Yeah. That would be cool. Can't yeah. everything. Speaking of which, we do get replacements for his armor. So we get the Hades set, if we look around. Yeah. And, uh, Hades. you know, we get it in, like, different pieces. There's, like, the Hades gloves and Hades armor and the Hades helmet. Boy. Uh, Hades nuts. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's called Hades in the Super Nintendo version, but it's it's darkness or it's it's some variation of, like, what he already had. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, there's also an iron ring that we can get. Um, like I was saying, there's some hidden passageways up in the, the last part of the cave here um, where you can kind of, like, like black, take... Right? Yeah, I think that's right. 
It is like so you're just walking around in basically pitch black. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah. For certain yeah. parts of the map. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, I will say on the SNES one, it's like a slightly different color of black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can kind of tell. Um, which yeah. like I wouldn't have found that otherwise. I wouldn't even think of that. I mean, I guess if I was trying to explore to find the treasure chest and stuff that you can reach with that, like maybe. Yeah. But I I saw the additional like the the different colored thing, and I was like, I can go there. And then like I I didn't see it on the PSP. Or the the Vita, I should say. Yeah. And I was just like, eh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go through here. <laughs> um, but what's interesting is after another decent bit, and I will say this too. There's something else about the cave that I really like. Uh, on the screen before we leave the cave, there's actually like a giant chasm, and I thought it looked really nice. Like it made me feel like I was in an area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it made it feel real in a way. I do appreciate that every floor in this cave has a very kind of slightly different feel so we don't feel yeah. like we're like going in circles yeah it's really nice because like i mean the, the snes obviously is like considerably stronger than the nes as far as that goes but like it's still very challenging to make a dungeon feel real with like yeah, a limited sure. sprite set and i feel like they do an amazing job of it yeah i like that yeah. yeah everything has a kind of a different personality it's neat yeah but uh, before we fight the monster or anything, we actually emerge back on the overworld map. We we get like a last a last chance to like tent up and save and everything. Yeah, which is which is handy because again, like these encounters, um, if you're if you're running if you're not running away from them, they can really like sap a lot of your magic. And yeah. when you're going up to a boss fight, you don't you want to be as as well equipped as possible. Absolutely. Also, there are some ethers in the uh, cave that you can use for that, but you're right though. You don't want to be yeah. just using ethers all but the time. But I think yeah, when I saw ether I was like this is expensive. I don't want to use this, you know. Yeah, yeah. But another thing that I don't know if we mentioned yet on the uh on the pod is uh if you run in this game, um you're likely to drop some gill. Yeah, that's so true. So it's not yeah. it's not free to just run away cuz like you know, you, you might not, but a lot of times that I've done it, I've been like, ah, shit, there goes like, you know, 40 gil or whatever, 100 gil. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yep. Um. So, yeah, so we're able to go into the last section of the dungeon, which I like. I like when we, because even this part of the dungeon has a different feel to it. There's a lot more water in the last two rooms. Yeah. And we also start encountering alligators here. Yeah, this last final room, or at least entrance to this uh last cave area like it has this kind of big splayed like it has an interesting like footprint and then you have to like jump down a waterfall so yeah no turning back now and so this was like our last chance to save right before and we jumped down and then we're doing i think another screen right yeah there's like one more screen we have to walk around and it's also the last screen that counts toward map completion percentage because the um, the actual screen with the boss does not count toward map completion, which makes um, sense. It's kind of just like an arena that you walk walk through. Right, right. I think I got five antidotes. Oh yeah, completed. Yeah, it. I don't think there's anything too. Uh, oh, oh, you mean for the uh, for the map completion. completion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't anything too amazing. Also, I did pick up some Zeus Zeus's wraths, which I was like, ooh, a multi-hit lightning item. Like, that's going to be handy, handy for the boss coming up. Yeah. And, like, everybody's normal attacks pretty much did more than it did. So, like, it's it <laughs> it it fine. Uh, <laughs> it, Ooh, it wasn't nothing, but it wasn't a ton. Anyway, um, yeah. Flans. Are there flans in here? I didn't run into one. Yeah, I, feel, I ran into some, like, fire flans. They just... Oh, no, wait, they're not called flan. They're called moose. Moose? moose. 
<laughs> yeah, red moose. What do you know? <laughs> yeah, not flan. They're moose. <laughs> That's incredible. But yeah, they're basically just fire flan, but they're called moose in this one, which is That's awesome. Which more more tasty. I think there was moose. another item that we got as well, right? That I don't know if we talked about, which is the Hermes sandals. You can pick up the Hermes sandals, indeed. Yeah, yeah, which I think Go just casts fast. haste, right? Like auto haste or whatever? I don't um, know, like an item, a dispensable item. I will click it. Grants haste to the target. So I think it's a consumable okay. item that allows you to... You, you put on the Jordans and uh, then you can okay. run faster. Gosh. Single disposable Jordans. <laughs> yeah, so... In the last room, in the final one, um, like I said, on the 3D one, like the map is already there. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say this, too. I'm sorry. One more aside. Um, last time on the last episode, Alex, you asked me if the 3D Steam version shows the map and the uh, the action at the same time because of how the 3DS does it with the two screens. And I said yes. no, but the answer is yes. Like it does do that. <laughs> it actually overlays it. I like, I guess like the last time I played like it, I've seven overworld style where it just kind of like is a transparent overlay. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. So it actually does that. I think last time I had like opened the map and then didn't try to move around. <laughs> but you like, you can move <laughs> around. So like it does show you, which is very handy for getting the map completion. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Final area already has the map completed, and we're standing in front of, like, a giant waterfall underground, right? Yeah. Um, and there's some noodles in the corner. <laughs> and there's some noodles in the corner. Yeah, we're getting some and, ramen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and as we approach it, we get a little... Um, the noodles. As we approach the noodles... Well, I mean, and also, there's, there's, there's one tile in the middle of the waterfall that I think is kind of like oh, this is where you're supposed to go. It kind of like yeah. looks like the path forward. Yeah. So as we approach that point, Tella says, there he is, watch out! And we are forced into our next battle. Or I guess the two noodles come running at us from both sides, and then we're in our next battle. Yeah, in, a, the, in the Super Nintendo version, he just says, he's coming! And then, like, other tentacles surround us, and then he just, and then Tella just says, Octo-Ma'am! Yeah, <laughs> Octo-Ma'am! <laughs> And that is who we're fighting. And I guess it's short for Octo Mammoth. Yeah, yeah. yeah so in, that's it, the full it, length in my version. Exactly. Gotcha. In, the, in the complete edition, it is uh, Octo Mammoth, but in this, it's Octo Mam with M A M M. Okay. I really like the 2D sprites for it, but let me tell you, I love the 3D model for it. I love the 3D model for this boss so much because it's not looking at us. It's looking at the, the user. It's looking at the person playing the game, and it has, like, a derpy-ass smile on it. It's just like, like it looks so funny. Like Yeah, I love it, it. Almost, it almost looks like one of those, like, troll faces from, like, early yeah. internet of just, like, it's like the yeah. you mad bro fucking... <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got to make one of those for the Twitter. <laughs> I love Problem. this. Dude. I feel like this is like the proto Ultros from FF6. Like yeah. silly tentacled thing with a big dumb grin on it. It's so good. I love it. I so love much. this. I love this thing. And like in the 3D one, it doesn't move its eyes together. They're kind of independently, which like makes it look even sillier. Like it's very goofy. I love the one picture that you made. I forget where you posted it, but it was just Octoman with like a flat brim, I think. Like yeah, a, or like a, or like a Yankees, Yankees Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, somebody posted was like, oh, I can't believe you didn't Photoshop Tim's on every one of its tentacles. 
<laughs> I kind of want to give the uh, I, I kind of want to Photoshop it um, to have like the fuck boy like half mouth smile thing, yeah. like the, the half biting the mouth. Fucking yeah, thing. no, that would be great. <laughs> totally, totally got that energy about it. Oh my god, I love this thing so much. Yeah, this um, thing's great, and it's kind of interesting. It has a, a couple interesting things to it. Um, I like that in the the SNES one. I feel like this is the first time I'd ever seen anything like this in a video game. As you whittle its HP down, it removes tentacles, but the tentacles shift around into a new formation. Yeah. So it like looks really neat the way it's done. Yeah, so it's got like several forms technically in terms of like the yeah. sprite. Yeah, until it has two left, I think, and it goes from two to, to being defeated. I'm looking at its eyes, and its eyes on the... 3D version just look like something that from Invader Zim because it has like two little rectangle pupils. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has like the rectangle pupils like Invader Zim. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> dude, I love it. I love it. It's a real good sprite. It's super good. The uh, the wiki, by the way, I don't know. Like I, I didn't find any of this text, but I guess it's in there somewhere. But according to the wiki. The Octomammoth was once an ordinary octopus that was mutated by underwater experiments. And I was like, of course, I talked to everybody, but I didn't see anything about underwater experiments. And does that mean like experiments on things underwater or did they go underwater to conduct the experiments? Like, what does that mean? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> so weird. Or, Oct or Oct Octomammoth was an ordinary octopus scientist that transformed itself. I don't know. <laughs> Got bit by a radioactive uh, octopus. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a water boss, so Thunder's going to tear him right up. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Ridian Tell can put out damage. If you're playing the 3D version, by the way, and you use Darkness on Cecil and then attack, I did like 500 damage, which is like twice the amount Tella was doing with Thunder. I was like, holy shit. Damn, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, he rolls out numbers big time. Um, yeah, I feel like this fight it wasn't really all that difficult. I noticed that like when yeah. you get to its last form, I think it takes a couple more hits than the others. But I, that also might just yeah. be I don't know really how the mechanic works of like if there's if each phase or whatever has a certain threshold of HP and then it refreshes or anything like that, or if it's just yeah. like maximum amount of HP. Yeah, I think once you uh, once you pass a certain HP threshold, it'll go to its next quote unquote form. It'll just show the different sprite. Um, but I will say as it loses, uh, tentacles, it does power up. It starts to get better and stronger, uh, physical attacks. Yeah. It makes sense. But it only has physical attacks. That's all it does. It doesn't really, it doesn't actually do anything that interesting. Yeah. Uh, it just does progressively larger amounts of damage. The after years, there's one called cooler mammoth. I wanted to talk about that. I was going to be like, what is cooler than the octo mammoth? The cooler mammoth. <laughs> From the after years, so I was like, "What that's, the uh, fuck?" That's Octomamus. That's Octomamus' brother, and they're <laughs> yeah, uh, they're man. both the princes of uh, they, their father is King uh, Cold. Yeah, is that the name of Frieza's <laughs> right, dad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's King Cold, Frieza, and Cooler. Cooler. God, oh my God, Alex, naming did you, is so stupid. Did you put those? How did you put those tentacles in there? What are those from? I just add, I just uploaded them from the wiki and put them as our emojis in our Discord. Really, really oh, that's so sick! Hell yeah! Well, you heard it here. Join our Discord, and you can use Octomammoth's little tentacles. 
I'm going to send you guys the image of cooler mammoth and you can tell he's cooler because it totally looks like he's just like doing like a, a fucking like like a fadeaway fucking free throw. It, shot. it does like, look like he's, he's doing a free throw. sinking a fucking <laughs> like. <laughs> Dude, I, that's incredible. He looks like the fucking, looks like the fucking mayor of Kobe. Town in Kobe. <laughs> 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 Nightmare for Chris. <laughs> God, look at, look at the fucking the 3D Octo Man. If I cannot get over that. Oh, yeah, that's real, <laughs> also, real good. Oh, my God, the Wii sprite is gross. I didn't know there's a Wii specific sprite. I didn't know that either. This thing, ugly. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of sickly looking. It's kind of shitty. Oh, yeah. It's still doing that fadeaway shot, though. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's still got game, but. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's for another That's for another episode. Yeah. Oh, you know what, though? Look at this fucking, the, the Amano art for it. That's what I was trying to find, and I couldn't find anything. Yeah, post that up. I got it. Let me post it real quick. Oh, you know what? I did see this somewhere, but I didn't, I couldn't tell if that was, uh, like, deviant art from the thumbnail. That's really cool looking. So here's basically what we're trying to say about Octomammoth. Octomammoth as a boss, not that amazing. Boring, just forgettable. Um, forgettable. Use darkness, use thunder attacks, just cure with Rydia every now and again. Whatever. Art-wise, though... Incredible. Best boss. Um, probably one of my favorite Final Fantasy bosses ever. <laughs> looks great. Absolute legend. <laughs> Just, it looks oh, you know man. what it, you know what it fucking looks like? It looks like a boss from Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> Dude, that's so badass. I love that thing. Anyway, I can't tear my eyes away from it. I actually have to close this tab. So, <laughs> so I'm not looking at it anymore. Because I will not be able to continue on. <laughs> Um, so then what happens? The Octo Dam. <laughs> uh, then we fucking whip its ass and we get a couple levels. Hell yeah. That's true. I'm loving that. And then we, we exit the uh, the cave. That's the end of the cave. Right? Yeah, we just... Yeah, there's an exit, right? Yeah, yeah. it's right behind where uh, the first tentacle that we saw was in that like one little conspicuous tile that wasn't yeah. the... Uh, the uh what's it called waterfall i almost called it an elevator but what is yeah. a waterfall but nature's a, elevator a backward nature's elevator yeah well i mean I it's Minecraft, more like an escalator because you know? it only goes one direction um That's oh on the ds version the the this room is part of the map completion interesting is it? yeah i thought got three zeus's wraths interesting no this one was already completed for me i promise i swear to gosh it was Okay. I wonder if they changed well, it for um, the Steam one. Honestly, because it does have. seem like they made some differences in the Steam one. Yeah, like I said, I feel like there's no two versions of this that are like exactly the same. In yeah, any, you did say in, that. In yeah. literally like anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. After the fight, uh, Tella in the Super Nintendo version just says, "Now we can go to Damsian from behind this waterfall. It leads to the exit." Yep. And then we are back. And I just walked out and saved and. Turned it off. <laughs> Is this Octomam someone's Eidolon in that city too? Oh no. <laughs> oh my god, no. We never learn. <laughs> we killed We just keep we just keep getting orphans. There's <laughs> there are now there are now eight orphans that <laughs> Oh no <laughs> are not the, the darlings of the paparazzi in two thousand nine. Yeah. <laughs> uh came back around. I like that. <laughs> uh but that's where I saved that's where I stopped. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, that's a as good a place as any. Before we hit hit the yeah, damn CN, Um Yeah, we can save that for next week. Yeah, it sounds like we're we gonna be covering. We're gonna be covering that silver-tongued bard, I think, right? Oh, that we all know and love. 
He is silver-tongued, he is wicked, and he is spoony. <laughs> you could say he was born with a silver spoon in his Ooh. mouth. <laughs> so he's still silver-tongued. <laughs> um, all right. So next time we'll be covering Damsian and the Antlion Cave. Yeah. Um, and just FYI, we are going to save the return to Kaipo. Because after the uh, after the Antlion's Cave, the next thing you do is just go back to Kaipo and then give the... Uh, well, you go back to Kaipo. I don't want to spoil it. I but think what I'll do is I'll, go, I'll just go back to Damsian instead, actually. There you go. Yeah. But we're going to save that for two episodes from now. So we're going to end with exiting the Antlion's Cave next. And that's it. Yeah. Sounds we're good. Just keep killing, killing monsters. Killing monster. We're just fucking monster hunter, baby. Yeah, we have no fucking like hesitance at all either. Which, like Alex just pointed out, we probably should because yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a bad history with this thus far. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, we're not carrying any bomb rings. I'm assuming the bomb ring we had is no longer with us, right? Yeah, I think yeah, it just blew <laughs> up. It would be funny if just every t major city you went to just like, oh, I can't, why can't you? Imagine if every major yeah. city you went again, to You're like, oh, up. I meant to throw this away. <laughs> <laughs> I think our days of seeing exploding cities is over. Thank you very much. Absolutely. All Final yeah. Fantasies. It's done. Yeah. Those days I, are behind us. <laughs> it's all uphill from here, y'all. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's, that's that, baby. I'm glad that we have uh, a competent party now. Yeah, I know. I tell you what, when I got to the end of the um, the cave, I was like, yo, it is the game is so much more fun on the 3D version now that I have like a decent party. Because before I was just like, Ugh, this is a slog. But like, it's, it's actually like starting to be pretty fun. I'm excited to see if I can uh, buff out my white and I'll let you all know how that goes. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm curious sans, to see how Sans I mean. gets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you're going to have a bad time? Oh, I don't know. When, uh, I'm sorry. I actually haven't played Undertale. Okay. Well, fake yeah. friend. <laughs> when sorry. you said buff out your white, I think is the terminology that you just used. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I completely forgot that that thing's name is white already. And I was just like, does he mean he got a white mage and he's going to be leveling it up for some reason? <laughs> no, I'm just be right back. Or that's is that what like I, a euphemism of some sort? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I did in Final Fantasy X. I just buffed out my white, you know? Like just, <laughs> Yuna became my fucking heavy hitter. It's incredible. <laughs> Uh yeah. Um any announcements? Um no. Yeah, I don't think so. I have two two announcements. One, the final Mage Hand show. So I'm in a band called Mage Hand in Philadelphia. I feel like we're like without tooting our own horn, I feel like we're a staple of the Philadelphia math rock scene and like just crazy shred scene. We're gonna be having our very last show September eleventh at Milk Boy. Uh, doors at seven show starts at eight uh 12 bucks so it's gonna be a good time uh it may sell out like that is a distinct possibility that there will not be an infinite amount of tickets so get some tickets online uh come hang out in philadelphia say hi we'll talk about final fantasy while the other bands are playing haha -ha. uh, <laughs> take that we'll other talk bands. about it while curtis is playing uh. yeah <laughs> i'll talk about it in between songs <laughs> who else is on the bill uh countdown from 10 rally Hell point yeah. Uh, who else? There's one other band on that show too. Who was that? Kenny G. Kenny G is on there. Um, no, Kenny F. Kenny, yeah, F. Kenny F. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Black Dirty. 
Oh, the Black Dirty. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. That, Black that Dirty. Band rules. Mage Hand, Black Dirty, Countdown from Dead, and Rally Point. All okay. very good. I, I played but, a show with Black Dirty before, and my band was significantly not Math Rock. And it was uh, actually me and <laughs> Hamilton Halley's band. And we saw them, and we were like, bro, what the fuck? This band's insane. They're so good. <laughs> Sick. Well, yeah, it's going to be a great show. Let's so come out to that. That'll be fun. Um, the other thing I was going to announce is that earlier today, we got third place on the Sailor Moon. Yeah, story. all three of us. We did it. We did it. We did it. Um, so that's exciting. So I'm probably going to start trying. I don't think I'm going to go for the world record, boys. Yeah, you should. You can I'm fucking get it. it. And then Dr. Mustache will take it from you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I got 17 minutes I got to shave off, which is quite the amount. But I feel I like it'll doable. take some luck, but I think you can do it from what I've seen of the run. I think I'm going to have to like draw like spiritual energy from the FF9 community because like the FF9 community is just like, yeah, I'll put eight and a half hours into a game and then not save before death guys who 50% of the time will just end the <laughs> run. So like I need to like, <laughs> I need to like pull their emotional energy together and be like, yeah, I'm just not saving. I don't care if we die on this one. We need good time. Yeah, it makes sense. Yep. Like it's like any time I get a death in Demon Souls, well, I'm like, well, it's not even worth fucking continuing the run. I just need yeah. to get a deathless one. <laughs> um, is that it? Anybody ever having any announcements? Um, as some of you may know, we have a we have a hotline you can call. Call one eight hundred, not one eight hundred at five three zero Materia. You can uh, leave us a voicemail or text us. So this is a recording from a caller. <laughs> Hi guys, I just wanted to share a funny story that I still think about every time I listen to the podcast. I started, uh, so I started listening to you guys back in the, back right after you started in those Final Fantasy Seven days. And, uh, after one episode, I went to look up what you guys look like, because I like to imagine people actually speaking, you know, when I'm listening to a podcast. Somehow in my mind, I got Curtis and Carl's pictures switched in my mind. And so for far too long after that, I was imagining when I'd hear Carl speak, I was imagining Curtis picture and vice versa. And uh, so I still think about that all the time. (laughs) Imagining uh, your voices swapped. Um, I also had another uh, thing I wanted to mention Um, back when Curtis was doing the, he was doing a randomized final fantasy nine run. And uh, I was on when he got to the part where he got uh, Quinna in the party and I had suggested to name her Renoa, and Carl had gotten on the chat not too long after that, and it was just cracking up about it, and I still think about it all the time, so it's still funny to me. Anyways, I love the show, you guys. Uh, thanks. Look forward to more. <laughs> Yo, thanks so much for calling, thank whoever you so that was. Much. I think that was, that was so, Amart. Yeah. I think that was Amart. Oh, nice. Aww. Yeah, hell, hell yeah, Amart. I hope that was Amart, because we're like giving a- Amart a show. Yeah, we're yeah. <laughs> giving him credit, so and then it I turns out to be I somebody should... else. I should be so lucky to have Curtis's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think this means that Curtis should make a new VTuber that looks just like Carl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then I'll use Curtis's sick uh, current VTuber. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be a VTuber (laughs) hand-me-down. That's incredible. Thank you so much for the call. so good. Yeah, thank you so much for the call. That was super good. And also, yeah, I I had completely, in in true Carl fashion, I had completely forgot forgotten about uh curtis naming quinna renella but that is so <laughs> fucking funny <laughs> um but yeah that's a uh, 530 materia 530 materia yeah, leave us a in. message alex would you like to 
draw a sans face on us. <laughs> uh, thank you to Night of the Round for the theme music. Again, super cool. Uh, go listen to their music in the show notes. There's, we have a link to their band camp. This current theme is from their War of the Triad collection, which I think is like three or four songs from four or five and six. It's a great album. Hell it's yeah. so thick. There's so many. It's just got like it's the best of these SNES music. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, thank you to Nobu Oyamatsu, Junior Nakano, and Kenichiro Fukui. Kenny F for the game Kenny music. Kenny F. Yeah, Kenny F. The man. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we are currently in the top 200 in the video game category in the U.S., which is wild. I think that just people are <laughs> apparently a lot of people have been waiting for us to come back. Yeah, takes that everyone else. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Two, 200th place that's almost first 201st place is the f- first loser <laughs> <laughs> yeah come visit us on every fnff on twitter instagram twitch um we have a discord which you can find in the link in any of our i think descriptions in those they made us a link tree so it's easier to find all that stuff we need to we need to make a um god what the fuck do they call them back on like geo cities a web uh a web ring yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Make I a web ring know. of all of our links. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and as always, show up. Show up. <laughs> Just show up. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>